The name is Bond, James Bond, the true Bond, and you're listening to the Not Religious Podcast. will get cancer in the butthole. It'll burn and burn and burn. They won't be able to sit down because of the burning in their butthole. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire. He's got a flame coming out of his butthole. God's going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. You're going to have a flame coming out of your butthole. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. Until you see the flaming butthole, your butthole will be flaming. And, you will. <laughs> and with that, oh. we begin. Hello, everybody. You can't do that to me. <laughs> you can't. You have to tell me about these things. <laughs> Welcome to the Not Religious Podcast. <laughs> and I'm Blake. I'm Brian. <laughs> Was hilarious. That was good. Oh, what was that from? That's the uh, the. Is that Bishop um, Bullwinkle? No, I wish it was. No, I think that's um. Oh man, I can't find his oh, name. It's okay. But it, flaming buttholes. Oh man, that's that's gold. <laughs> anyway, that's gold. welcome to the Not Religious Podcast, and I'm Blake again. Hey, I'm Brian, and uh, <laughs> oh boy, we welcome you this week to yes. our. We're not talking about flaming buttholes at all. I feel like it makes its way into, but somehow it, we'll we'll talk about buttholes in this thing. Uh, um, welcome back to another episode. Welcome back, Brian. It's a new year. It's a new year. You know, we had a New Year's show, and I uh, I said I had a resolution about not taking crap anymore. Yeah, but I've I've since come to my senses. And I'm still going to be the better man in those Do situations. It. Do yeah. it. Yeah, I think I was just amped up. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really going to cause any trouble. <laughs> I wish you would, though. <laughs> I, yeah, part of me wishes I would, too. But uh, I think it's it's just in my nature to take the high road. And I'm going to continue. You're a better person for it. I'm going to continue to do that. <laughs> well... I know I have them by the ball. So. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all I need. That's the, sat- the best satisfaction you could ever That's right. get is knowing that in any situation, you could completely ruin someone's life because you have them Yeah. by the cojones. Cojones. Every person I know I have by the cojones, just about. There you go. So That's good. Don't cross me. No. Fool. You have a folder. <laughs> well, Brian, congratulations on, on the win against... Oh, against Alabama. Alabama, yeah. Yeah, yeah that to made take me happy. The, the national championship and dethrone the. I thought the Kings. it was going to be very. Uh, I thought Alabama was going to do their Alabama thing. Yeah. And. Like come back and just. The refs. Ruin and, it. Yeah. You know, the clock would malfunction or something or, you know, seven targeting calls yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't happen. Yep. And uh, Clemson came away with a Whoops. victory, and dude, that's awesome. Yep, they deserved it. It was a great game. It was. I was just glad to see Alabama taken down. I think everybody was. Yeah, so satisfying to watch. Yeah. Um, we have some feedback from the last show. Oh, good. About the uh, about the schools, and a over overwhelming majority of people would not send their kid to a Christian school. Really? Yeah, we had a lot of responses on Instagram. A lot of them. More so than anywhere else. Oh. So. I didn't read them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I so. don't get the notifications on the gram. Like I do. do. Yeah. yeah. 
So thank you for everybody who did comment on something. I get the one that. weird guy on Facebook that always that always a asks message. A, he wants to be interviewed. Yeah, are you yeah. are you ever going to interview me? Like, dude, well, <laughs> I don't know you. Off of us. <laughs> I have no idea who you are. <laughs> I hope a flame comes out of your butthole. Flaming butthole. <laughs> he doesn't even listen. I, I guarantee he doesn't even listen to the show. If, if he you're, wants to be interviewed. Listen, guy, I forget your name, but if if you're listening, <laughs> mention this word, flamingo. In the next message that you send me, just send me Flamingo, and I will interview the crap out of you. Yep. That way we know you listen. Until then, suck it. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week, I'm so excited, beyond excited, to talk about this. Um, I'm not. You're not? (laughs) I am, but I'm... (laughs) A little scared? I'm a little scared, man. I'm not. I, I... I'm I'm really excited this week. Well, well, not just this week. We're going to start a series. Yeah, we're going to do a series because this is such a huge uh, subject, and it 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 affects all kinds of different areas in religion. Um, so this is just part one of our series mm-hmm. in it, and we chose to go with a very strong part mm-hmm. one. I I, oh, yeah. I think coming out swinging. Yeah, so we're going to do a series on cults. Mm. Um, and how cults relate to the church, mm-hmm. um, and how they relate to the world, and just cults in general, and modern day cults that are among us. And yep. so, without further ado, what are we talking about today, Blake? Today we're talking about Scientology. Oh boy, Scientology. Um, if you're wondering what a what Scientology what, what a Scientology is, if you're what wondering is what, sound, what Scientology. Scientology is, what is it? Blake? The official definition for Scientology, when you go to the Google, uh, it's a religious system based on the seeking of self knowledge and spiritual fulfillment through graded courses of study and training, founded by American science fiction writer L. Ron Hubbard. And that's the letter L. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. L. Ron. L. Ron. E-L-R-O-N. Right. It's the letter L, <laughs> initial L, mm-hmm. Ron, Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. Yep. It started in 1955. And again, he started, he started out as a science fiction writer. Writer, right. Keep that in mind Right. He, for some of the things that we talk about. Yeah. He also served in the military. Mm-hmm. He served in the Navy, I mm-hmm. do believe. Yeah. Um, and also comes into play. Also comes into mm-hmm. play. Um, but homeboy, just to give you a little preface of old Elron here, mm-hmm. homeboy is probably one of the biggest, most successful scam artists mm-hmm. on the face of the earth. Um, we should have had him in a, on that prosperity preach, the, preachers episode. Those guys wish. Oh yeah. Wish they could be like Elron mm-hmm. and, and do what he's done and what he did. Yep. I mean, homeboy. I don't think there was an ounce of truth that ever came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Not a bit. No. Not a bit. And again, you'll see. Yeah. Just just how not only insane I would say Scientologists are, but just the the ideas that they have are Dude, just it crazy. Is, it's com- it's yeah crazy crazy. Um, he started out writing self help books. Right. Was kind of his. His thing, right? How to get a job, um, and yeah. you know how to be a better interviewer, right? Stuff like that. And then you know that, and that was after his science fiction career, mm-hmm. and then that kind of morphed into Dianetics. Dianetics. So before you can really talk about Scientology as a religion, um, you have to understand what Dianetics is. What is Dianetics? I will like? explain to you what Dianetics is. Um, practiced by followers of Scientology, Dianetics divides the mind into three parts. The conscious analytical mind, the subconscious reactive mind, and the somatic mind. The goal of Dianetics is to erase the content of the reactive mind, which Scientologists believes interferes with a person's ethics, awareness, happiness, and sanity. The Dianetics procedure to as- achieve this era- um, erasure. Yeah. Erasal. Uh, er- er- huh? Yeah. But sure, good. whatever. <laughs> it's called auditing. Right. Uh, in auditing, the Dianetic auditor asks a series of questions or commands and elicits answers to help um, a person locate and deal with painful experiences of the past. 
which Scientologists believe to be content of the reactive mind. Right. So here's what happens. Um, if you're ever around a Scientology um, building or, or I don't even know what they're called. I don't think they're called temples. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Place, mm -hmm. a Scientology place. Um, and you go in. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to meet a recruiter or a salesperson, basically. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, hey, you know, what are you here? Why are you here? And you say, oh, I'm interested in uh, quitting alcohol. Or, you know, I, um, I have this addiction. Or I procrastinate a lot. Or I suffer from depression. Um, and what they do is they say, oh, okay. Well, we're going to give you a, sometimes they call them a personality test. Mm -hmm. And basically what you do is you go into a room with an auditor, which is a, a, a Scientology professional who's trained in, in um, this machine that they've made. And basically it, it's a knockoff version of a lie detector almost. Very, yeah, it's very similar. So you hold two electrode paddles in your hand. They go to a machine. And basically what they're doing is they're reading – um, if you get stressed, if your heart rate increases or decreases when they ask you a series of questions. Yep. Okay. Um, so you go in there and you're like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm suffering from depression. I want to kick depression. They're like, all right, come on. We'll, we'll audit you. Um, you sit down, they ask you a series of questions. They're all loaded questions. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh. And once they find <laughs> that thing where, you know, they don't even make sense. No, the questions don't make sense. No. I was listening to last podcast on the left mm -hmm. today. Um, they did a four-part series on just L. Ron Hubbard, not even Scientology, a four-part series just on L. Ron Hubbard. And we're talking almost two hours an episode. Wow. So much to cover. Right. Um, and in the third episode, they're talking about the auditing process and the e-meter and how, yeah. they, how they do that. And they gave examples of the questions and read them off. They don't even make sense, no. but they do it in a way right. that almost frustrates you. Right. So you answer a certain way because that's what they're looking for. Right. And and once they get you, it's basically breaking someone, um, getting them to react a certain way. And when they react a certain way, of course, their stress level goes up and the e-meter goes crazy and they can say, aha, mm -hmm. you need to start here. Yep. And all you have to do is pay $299 for this self-help uh, level of Dianetics. Mm -hmm. And what you do is after you complete that, then you've, you've conquered that in your life, but there's always going to be something more. And you climb the ladder, and there's levels to it. Mm -hmm. After each level, you have to pay to get to the next level. Some most people to get to like level whatever 13 or whatever they're shelling out hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. and still have zero answers or zero clarity of who the crap they are or, or what's going on in their life. Yep. Just just listening to some of the questions that they did it it frustrated me even listening to it because you're you're thinking about it way too much. You know me. Yeah. And I I would. <laughs> God, I would hate to be interviewed by one of these guys because yeah. it would it would frustrate me. But they would get what they wanted out of me, right? Um, do Do you know if they film the whole thing? Yeah. So every every um, audit is filmed. Yeah. No matter if you're a level one or a level thirteen. Yeah. Every single one of them is filmed, and yeah. what that can do is that can be used against you later on. Yeah. They're they're so into blackmailing. Oh yeah. And smear campaigns. And Definitely. Stuff. And I've got I've got a ton about that as well yeah you go in there yeah, and you say crazy. hey you know i like cocaine and i cheated on my wife mm -hmm. you know you think you're in this you have this uh sacred thing with this auditor in front of you mm -hmm. you're trying to get clear that's the yeah. whole thing that's the you're trying to get clear that's the terminology they use so you're trying to clear that out of your life well say next year you decide to leave scientology guess what they do they, Crackhead. Yeah, man. They yeah. Uh, they start smearing you. They use that interview that you did about the cocaine and cheating on your wife. They mm -hmm. ruin your life. Yep. Yep. 
And that's oh, only that's only a portion of it that's too. That's the tip of the ice. Just the tip. So Mr. L. Ron Hubbard, mm-hmm. he's dead now. Oh, very dead. But he chose to die. Yeah. To enter into full clear and not reincarnate. Right. He chose not to do any of that. Yeah. He is now fully clear. He's reached the ultimate level. Yeah. And the dude who's in charge of it now is David Miscavige. Mm-hmm. And this little dude has little man syndrome. <laughs> like no other. Like no other. Yeah. There's so many reports of him of like uh, of abuse. Oh yeah. And uh but you know what's funny and I and in that last podcast episode they they talked about you know Leah Remini's got that show mm-hmm. and I've seen a few episodes now. Yeah. Um and there's other people who have smoke, spoken out against the church right. since leaving. They all have terrible things to say about David Miscavige, but yeah. none of them say anything bad about L. Ron Hubbard. Right. No one has anything bad to say about L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. But if you take a look at L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. Homeboy was a creep. Yeah. Homeboy was a pathological liar. He was a scam artist. He was a charlatan. Yep. Homeboy, but no one... No one has any. No one, no one right, will ever say because he never punched anyone, yeah. or he never but I can locked tell you this. people in a room. Or he was okay like if you punched people. Right, he was fine. With attack that. the attacker. Attack we'll the get attackers. into that as well. Yeah. That's yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Um, well, L. Ron Hubbard originally intended for Scientology to be considered a science. Right. Um, and in May of 1952, Scientology was organized um, to put this intended science into practice. And in the same year, Hubbard published a new set of teachings as, as Scientology, a religious philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in April of 1953, Hubbard wrote a letter proposing that Scientology should be transformed into a religion. As membership declined and finances grew tighter, Hubbard had reversed his, the hostility to, re, to religion um, that he voiced in Dianetics. Uh, his letter discussed the legal and financial benefits of religious status. See, that's another big thing he was into was status. Tax, the tax exempt. Yep. Uh, and money. Money. Yep. The that's why they go status. after right. movie, uh, like movie stars right. and, um, and all that. Uh, Hubbard outlined plans for setting up a chain of uh, spiritual guidance centers, charging customers $500 um, for 24 hours of auditing. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yep. Yep. And then in, in uh, December of 1953, Hubbard incorporated three churches, um, a Church of American Science, a Church of Scientology, and a Church of Spiritual Engineering in New Jersey. Okay. Over in Jersey. Um, Let it also be known that Homeboy got into such trouble with the government. Oh, yeah. That he... He had a fleet of ships, and he stayed in international waters for the majority of the time so that he could not be taken in for tax evasion, for racketeering, Mm -hmm. or whatever else. He was big on the ships. Big on the ships. Big on the Sea Org. The Sea Org. You want to talk about that? The Sea Org, that's the elite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is is how you have made it. The cream of the crop. Yep. Um, So... Scientology originally had their headquarters on a boat. Yeah. Um, and going back to the creep factor, uh, with young girls wearing tank tops oh, yeah. and uh, hot pants. Hot pants. Hot pants. <laughs> the ship was called the Apollo, and they had numerous meetings that were held on there, all while sailing around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, good old Elron was called... <laughs> Called the Commodore. The Commodore. Okay. Do you Come wonder, to the Commodore's cabin. You think... I, I wonder what time... The Commodores got started. I wonder if there's Lionel Richie. Oh, he uh, seems like he would be 70s, a Scientologist. 60s, 70s, yeah. You think he? I, I didn't see him on the list of celebrities I looked up earlier. I don't about, know, but he who seems knows? like he would be. Um, and this laid the way for the Sea Organization, uh, who acts as a private navy for the church. Um, but like you said, you have to be. The oh, yeah. top of the line you, and, and pay the most money to be yeah, a you, part of it. You devote your entire life mm-hmm. to it. Nothing and, else matters. And you can join at a at a young age, but you have to you have to have permission from your parents. And the contract is for a billion, billion years. years. Yep. You sign a contract to join mm-hmm. for a billion and years. And if you're wondering how <laughs> that happens, 
when you reincarnate, you can keep that going. Yeah, you you just, so you're as still many times as you have to reincarnate yeah. it to hold that billion dollar contract. Definitely. Um, in the first or second episode of that Leah Remini special, they talked about a girl who joined the Sea Org, and I think was the age of fifteen, mm-hmm. and her parents um, just signed her away. Just signed her away. Yeah. But her mom was in the church, so but when you do that, you have absolutely no consent over your child no, anymore. You, you, you give up all parental to, rights. You cannot do anything mm-hmm. with them. You have right. no say. Mm-hmm. So it's I forgot how long she was in the Sea Org. It's crazy, man. It was uh it was nuts. It's crazy. Yep. And kids aren't you don't treat a kid like a kid. No. Uh-uh. Because they're a reincar- reincarnated adult. Yep. So if you know you need to lay a brick wall or or dig a trench, guess what? A nine-year-old can do the same work that a twenty-five-year-old can Absolutely. do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. They just don't care. No, nope. that makes you wonder if you've got this boat. And again, I, I I don't know. I hadn't done enough research on that. But if you've got young girls on this boat that are dressed, oh yeah, kind of skanky, yeah. And you you don't have the mindset of they're not a kid. They're not a kid. You know? Do you think there was any fishy things going oh, yeah. on with the, old dudes? The amount of um, abuse, sexual abuse mm-hmm. stuff that I've just read about or seen on that show, yeah, is staggering. And they yeah. don't you you go to report it, like hey, you know, Mister Hutchins over here you know, touched me or, or whatever. Yeah. I'm 14, or I'm 16, whatever. They're like, well, you need to go get clear. Yeah. Go do your auditing and then you'll be fine. Yeah. That's because nice. the number one enemy of the church of Scientology. Yeah. Is psychiatry. Mm. The mental health profession, the mental health field, all of that stuff. That is the number one enemy. They do not believe in it. They think it is the worst thing in the world. Mostly because it helps people heal and get, get yeah. on with their lives and stuff like that, but not in the Church of Scientology, boy. Yeah. Well, let's diagnose their belief system. Okay. Um, so Hubbard put it this way. For a Scientologist, the final test of any knowledge he has gained um, is the... Uh, uh, hold on, let me reread that. The final test of any knowledge he has gained is, did the data and the use of it in life actually improve conditions? Um, he defines Scientology's aims as a civilization without insanity, without criminals, and without war, where the world can prosper and honest things um, can have rights, and where man is free to rise to greater heights. Um, so he's all about... Let's just set everybody free. But he's not. But he's not. Because in the manual, it classifies people. Yeah. So you get a chart and, and based it's all on acronyms. Yeah, Holy crap. The based acronyms. on this chart, it, you fall into a certain category. The lowest of the low in these categories include Jewish people, mm-hmm. black people, mm-hmm. gays, Muslims, or any person of an Asian descent. So that leaves you with good old Anglo-Saxon yeah. honkies <laughs> who are in the upper echelon of this. Yeah. So he wants to set everyone free, but not if you're in this subcategory. Mm-hmm. If you're in that subcategory, you're considered a deviant. Yeah. And if you're a deviant, it says that you cannot be rehabilitated. You cannot reach any level of clear. You are always going to be that way. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, He describes Scientology as an applied religious philosophy because, according to him, it consists of metaphysical doctrine, a theory of psychology, and teachings in morality. I don't know. But I'll (laughs) I'll debate that, (laughs) sir. I'll debate that. (laughs) The core of Scientology teaching lies uh, in the belief, uh, teaches lies in the belief that each human has a reactive mind that responds to life's traumas, clouding the analytic mind and keeping us from experiencing reality. 
Yeah. So like Joe Blow, Scientologist, mm-hmm. who just, you know, uh, pays his money, gets his levels, reads his books, whatever. He has no idea what is actually happening in Scientology. And he's being fed at these yearly conventions all of these fun facts that Scientology is ridding the world of crime, ridding the world of poverty, ridding the world of this and that and the other with these outlandish numbers that are just practically made up. And the only reason they make up these numbers is so that Joe Blow will keep paying his $700 every three weeks Mm -hmm. to go get clear because homeboy suffers from depression. Right. And he can't kick depression, you know, Every time he gets clear, something else happens, and he gets depressed. And he's like, well, I must not be doing something right. Let me go pay some more money. Yep. It's, a, it's all, it's all it's about a money. billion-dollar business, man. All about money. And like you said, biggest scam artist. Oh, gosh. I mean. Something that I learned recently about the old Scientology is old David Miscavige. Yeah. His wife hasn't been seen in public in like 10 years. Really? No one knows where this woman is. <laughs> so weird. Like, she was, and she was like a... Per- How do you do that, though? I don't know, man. Like, she was like a... She was involved in things, and her yeah. and Leah Remini were like best friends and doing charities and this, oh, that, and yeah. the other. So, do you remember in the first episode um, of that show? I can't even remember what the show is called, but the Leah Remini show. Um, she talks about going to Tom Cruise's wedding. Aftermath, I think is what. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise's wedding. Yeah, and she—I forgot David Miscavige's wife's name, but she was like, "We're so and so," and just addressed her as right. that. And they looked at her like, "How dare you!" Like she just took a dump on the wedding yeah. cake. That's like, how they looked because at she it. asked where she was, right. and she meant it in a friendly way. Right. She uh, Leah Remini looked at that that whole belief system and and religion. As like this is the church that I just grew up going to, right. so we're at a social. So, hey, right. we're so hey, where's how where's freaking Peggy dairy? at or wherever? Yeah. And it and she got yeah, it, it wasn't good. She but, got blasted, and that's where she started thinking. Well, wait a minute, what something, the crap am I a part wrong. of? Yeah, like this doesn't add up. Red flags, red flags <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I want to talk about the origin story. Yes. <laughs> Scientology. Yes, there's a there's a South Park episode where they talked about it. Yeah, um, and it's so funny because which they is ex- not very far off. No, in fact they they were legit and yeah. they had graphics and everything to go with it. Yeah. And at the bottom of the screen, they kept flashing. This is really what they believe, right? <laughs> so, um, let's uh. Let me get this started here, and I'll uh, I'll be glad to tell you. Let's let's go into the origin story of Scientology. <laughs> story time. Okay, the origin of Scientology goes back seventy five million years to an evil alien dictator named Xenu, who dealt with the alien population problem by capturing them and killing them with volcanoes and hydrogen bombs. But when the souls of these aliens called Thetans began to descend, Xenu captured them and implanted them with false memories of history and religion, such as images of Jesus Christ. Mm. After releasing the Thetans into the world, they attached themselves to humans, causing confusion, health issues, and mental problems. Mm. Which, by the way, the church does not believe in medicine. Right. (laughs) I just felt like I should just mention that. Um, So there you go. Story of Xenu. The story of Xenu. Yep. All right. Um, look, man. <sighs> Here's the deal. You can only imagine the graphics that were going yes, in that definitely. South Park. Here's the deal. You know me. I'm all about some aliens. Oh, yeah. I'm all about some ancient aliens. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Uh, Giorgio Tasuklas. <laughs> Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. The guy with the hair on Ancient <laughs> Aliens. I'm all about it as an idea or something fun to think about, okay? I'm even to go as far as say, yeah, aliens exist. Yeah. To say that Xenu... <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't even say crap with a straight face, man. Like that is just yep. Yep. out there. I mean, that is that's stuff of science fiction. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah. And he was a science fiction writer. Exactly. So Hello. you you understand where the the origins come from. Yeah. Because it's I mean, it's a great story for a book. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. But these people have based their whole belief system off the alien. Xenu. Xenu. Why do you think this is so popular with celebrities? Probably because of the science fiction. Um, That's what I was thinking. The, the, the fact that it's, it's creative. Yeah. The fact that it's, it's not, it's not the uh, run of the mill. Right. And not just celebrities, not just like actors and actresses, like Hollywood producers and writers and directors. There's a lot of people who belong to this thing. And a lot of people that I had no idea were a part of it. Do you have a list? I do. Let me hear the list. I have a list of people, and this is just people that I knew. Um, but the li- I mean, it's a huge list. Yeah. Just um, run, run off some there. All right. So yeah. Everyone knows Tom Cruise. Everybody knows Tom Cruise. Everybody knows John Travolta. John Travolta. Travolta. Right. Everyone knows that. Christy Alley. Yeah, I knew um, that one. Uh, I didn't know that. Nancy Cartwright, who voices, she's a lot of voiceover yeah, actors, yeah. but Bart Simpson's Bart what Simpson. she's mostly known for. Um, Dougie Fresh. Shut I'm up. I'm dead serious. Dougie Fresh. Yep. Beck, which I, I think I heard that he he was a part oh, of. Oh, I just lost all respect for Beck. Beck is a Scientologist. Oh. Uh, Juliette Lewis. I can see that one. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pena. I can see that one. From yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Um, Priscilla Presley. Elvis's wife is a Scientologist. Yeah. I didn't know she was still alive. But apparently, right. she's, she's still alive, too. Um, no and words. Edgar Winter. Who's Ag- Edgar Winter? Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I mean, that's that's just people that I I read off a list that I was like, wow, that's insane. A lot yeah. of people were actors, uh, but not very well known. Yeah. So those were some definitely some of the bigger name actors that are part of it. Man, I tell you that mm-hmm. that just uh, it's crazy to me. And you got to think. Let's just take Christy Alley. Yeah. Okay. She's a train wreck. We all know she's a train wreck. Lord, yes. Um, but she's a wealthy train wreck. Mm-hmm. Wealthy, wealthy, wealthy train wreck. Mm-hmm. She has, I would say, at least four shows in syndication. Yeah. At least four. Which is crazy to me because you, it seemed like her popularity really died out. Yeah. In the late 90s, maybe. You, yeah. But she's still making bank oh, off yeah. of... Off of, off of being a train wreck. Off of being a train wreck. <laughs> um, not to mention the endorsements that she's gone through, like Weight Watchers. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's uh, she's been a part of O Magazine, the mm-hmm. Oprah stuff. Um, she has far more money than you and I could ever imagine. Yeah. And she's just throwing it at Scientology. Yeah. Blindly. Yeah. Because she's a train wreck. And, yeah. you know, she's looking for some sort of... Uh, Satisfaction for her soul. Yeah. If the right believer could just get a hold of her, mm-hmm. if she could just listen to the not religious podcast. Yeah, no, exactly. Like honestly, like you know, she's been <laughs> barbond, barm, bombarded, bar- bombarded with religion mm-hmm. uh, from every side. Yeah. You know, um, she's she's done things. Uh, I think she's done something with Mel Gibson before. Or been around Mel Gibson, so you know he's he's throwing the Catholic stuff down her throat. Yeah. Um, but think about it, man. She's made the choice to be a Scientologist. If if the right person, not the hypocritical, regular Christian person, if, if the right person could just speak truth to her and kind of show her the relationship of Jesus and God, yeah, and that it sucks, but it's great. And yeah. it's great, but it sucks. Yep. I, I, the satisfaction that that woman could have is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowing, man. Yep. The grace of God. Oh, yep. it's sad. It's so sad. Because all of these people are searching for something, man. Yeah. They're searching for something. They're trying to find something. 
And you and I, we have the answers. People like us, we have the answers. It's just the right person hadn't gotten to them. Mm-hmm. Sad. It's Dougie Fresh. Threw Dougie me off, man. Fresh, Dougie man. Fresh. Yep. Have you heard about the partnership with Scientology and the... Um, Oh, I just forgot what it, I was going to say. The Brotherhood of Islam. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is all that about? So, Louis Farrakhan, you know who he is? I don't think so. Very controversial um, Muslim person. Okay. Brotherhood of Islam. Um, they are the African-American sect of... Um, Muslim type deal. Yeah. Um, so what has started to happen is Dianetics is being taught Whoa. in the Brotherhood of uh-huh. Islam. A lot of, and I'm not say, saying this, but st- statistically, it, it's in a lot of prisons. Yeah. A lot of guys go and get converted and get new names. They join the Brotherhood of Islam for protection, for whatever. They're searching for something, too. But um, they... they uh, implanted themselves in the prison system on purpose because there was an influx of African-American males that were going to prison throughout the 90s and into the early 2000s. Which I want to talk about one Definitely. Day. We'll talk about I that. I want to do that. Yeah. Uh, gentrification. Um, so they said, hey, this, is a, this would be a good mission field for us to gain, you know, uh, members of our movement and so it, it's big in a lot of prisons, but uh, Louis Farrakhan, um, he, he's he's not very nice to white people, and the Brotherhood of Islam, white people suck. Yeah, is is very <laughs> big on um, the individualism of being a, a, an African American Muslim. Yeah, and not to be in debt in any way to the Caucasian uh, system. Yeah. So that's taught, and that's like one of the main staples of, uh, of the Brotherhood of Islam. And yet, Dianetics is now being, a, being taught throughout the Brotherhood of Islam. Is that okay with the Scientologists? The Scientologists are, are doing it on purpose. Uh, okay. David Miscavige is infiltrating on purpose because... That's money, man. Think yeah. about it. Yeah. That's a whole new bankroll for them. You know? Cha-ching. Yeah. I mean, we're going to sell Dianetics to these guys, and, and they're going to have to pay to go through the levels, but they hate us, and we hate them. You know, Scientologists believe that they're, they're in that, um, that category. They're black. Yeah. That they're never going to be able to reach clear, but we're going to sell them Dianetics so that yeah. they can try to obtain clear. Yeah, that's the biggest scam going. So, do, so do they have anything against Dougie Fresh? I mean, he's black. Yeah, so he'll never fully clear. He'll never clear. Man, right? That is so messed up. Isn't that messed up? God, it's so messed up. But they'll shove his chocolate face in front of a. <laughs> <laughs> from the ad campaign whenever oh, yeah. they can. Oh, I know. I know. Um, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about their brainwashing. Oh yeah, because that's a there's a, and it's not just. I mean, there's tons of. You know, we're doing this cult series. Yeah. Um, there's brainwashing is going to come up a lot. A lot. Uh, even some stuff that I've already looked into. It's yeah. Brainwashing is very evident. And you know, people hear brainwashing and they think you're being sat down in a in a in a dark room and your earphones are being put on you and you're being you know shown subliminal images yeah and yeah stuff. that's not that's not brainwashing mm-mm, people mm-mm, no. brainwashing is much more subtle yeah and cunning it's how to get you and it's how to get you yep. it's how you drink the kool-aid yeah they've been accused of brainwashing members um very often uh as a majority of them uh, do a complete 180 after joining. Yeah. Um, often cutting ties with friends and family and acting out if the church is talked about negatively. Right. So if you're not a Scientologist and I'm a Scientologist, we can't be friends. Right. If you talk about Scientologists, you then become an enemy of the church, yep. and we definitely can't, can't be friends then. Nope. 
after you join, there's like these rehabilitation tactics that they use. Right. And a lot of times people will start saying, I noticed a, a, a change in right. my, my, friend or my child that joined the church they're talking different dressing different acting yeah. different doing and they encourage out it. of character they're they're right. encouraging it they're like you can't talk to these right. people you right. need to disassociate and disconnect disconnect is the, is the yeah, term that's their use. term yeah, yeah disconnect with your family right disconnect with your friends right because they're not gonna that relationship's gonna prevent you from being clear yeah and then while we're on the subject of how they are whenever you leave the church. Their retaliation tactics are wow, nuts. Uh, the Church of Scientology is known for their brutal retaliation tactics. The church doctrine allows for harassment and smear campaigns right. against former members and naysayers. Right. For example, this is this is a really sad story. Um, Paulette Cooper, you ever heard of yeah. her? Uh, she was an activist against the church, and she published a book. Um, talking about the corruption in the church. Yeah, so they framed her. Yeah, and uh, I, what was it? A bomb threat? Yeah they they sent they sent in false bomb threats in her name. What they what they did is they broke into her house. If I remember this correctly, they broke into her house and stole a bunch of her stationery mm-hmm. that had her letterhead on it and her fingerprints on it. They wrote letters from her stationery of these bomb threats and sent them in. So when it came time to investigate, guess who was yep. being blamed for the bomb threats? Yep. But she wrote a book speaking out against the church. Yep. And she went to prison. Sure did. She served time for that. They didn't find out about that until the FBI actually raided one of the offices, yeah. the Scientology offices, yeah. and found a treasure treasure trove of just attack uh, files, things yep. that they have done to people, wiretaps. Yeah, they pay the. I think the the number I read, the estimated bankroll of the private investigators that they pay. Yeah, is somewhere around five million dollars a year to investigate. You know, air quotes, investigate people yeah. who speak out against the church. Basically, what these guys are doing are following them around going through their trash, looking for anything that they can use to smear this person's yep. character, anything yep. at all. And sadly, like I said, uh, Paulette Cooper tried to kill herself Yeah, because of all this. She wasn't successful, but she tried to. Right. That is so that is insane. That's they, crazy. They drove her to a point where she said, I don't even want to be alive anymore. Right. How can you... That's crazy. How man. can you consciously... Believe, you know, believe in a church that encourages something like that. Yeah. You know, that that's obviously brainwashing. Definitely. Obviously brainwashing. Definitely. Anyway, um, I want to talk about Operation Snow White. Okay. Um, since we're on that, mm-hmm. you know, their, their investigative sure. process. Okay, so uh, for those of you who have never heard of Operation Snow White, um, it was a criminal conspiracy by the Church of Scientology during the 1970s to purge unfavorable records about Scientology and its founder, L. Ron Hubbard. That's right. Um, this project included a series of infiltrations into and thefts from 136 government agencies. To include mm-hmm. the IRS, the mm-hmm. do- Department of, uh, oh my gosh, uh, I can't remember the other one, that were like the the real big ones. Yep, it was like foreign embassies. Yeah. Yep. Um. And as well as private organizations critical of Scientology, it was carried out by the church uh, church members in more than thirty countries. They weren't playing around. So basically, what they did was they got jobs at these places and started purging records that were derogatory towards Scientology. Yep, yep. It was the largest. It was one of the largest uh, infiltrations of the United States government in history. With up to five thousand covert agents. Gosh, holy crap! The Russians could take a note out of L. Ron Hubbard. Yep, <laughs> yep. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> In 1979, as a result of the FBI raids during Operation Snow White, eleven senior people in the church's guardian's office were convicted by of um, obstructing justice, burglary of government um, offices, 
and theft of documents and government property. In 1981, Scientology took the German government to court for the first time. Um, yeah. They <laughs> Dude. I mean. They're, they're, they're not playing around. No. They're going to shut it down. They, shut, they try to shut down anything. Anyone who speaks out on a large scale against the Church of Scientology has a website created for them. Yeah. So we've mentioned Leah Remney. Mm-hmm. She has a website that tells about all the crazy and terrible things that she's ever done in her life and how she is just a horrible person and, you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Everyone who appears on her show, to include but not limited to the camera operators, yeah. the sound guys, the producers, the you know, anyone who has anything to do with speaking out against the Church of Scientology becomes an enemy of the church. Yep. Um, to the point, I mean, they try to ruin people's lives. Oh, yeah. And they don't care. Uh, one of the higher-ups, he was like the third dude in, in command. His name uh, Mike Renner. Mm-hmm. He, he's with Lee Remini yeah. on that show. And Mike, so you would think third up, you know, billion-dollar organization, homeboy was rolling. No. Mm. The only person who has money in the organization is David Miscavige. Yeah. Everyone else lives in poverty. Yeah. At sometimes, Mike Renner, third in command, lived in a dormitory with seven other dudes. Yeah. And that's where he lived for like 10 years. Yeah, basically like a prison. Right. I mean, you, right. you, you get room and board, but that's, right. that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put we'll give you a little bit of food. But David Miscavige has sandwich. a um eighteen thousand square foot house. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, and there's houses for L. Ron Hubbard if he ever chooses to come back. Okay. They're Are kept empty. Any, oh, so nobody lives in them. No, but they're maintained. Hmm. Constantly maintained. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um It might be where old boy's wife is. Yeah, it might be. You might hit her in one of those. Gosh. Um, have you ever seen the My Scientology movie? I started watching it. Uh, the language got a little rough, so I stopped. Yeah. All right. So Mark Rathburn. Rath- right. Rathburn. Rathburn. Something. Rathburn. Yeah. Um, he was another like executive member of of the Church of Scientology. Left. Um, and then when the the um, director of that movie approached him and said, I'm making a movie and I would love to have your input and tell me your story and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, speak out against it and everything. Um, they had so many clips of him getting squirrel busted. Right. Tell Uh, us what squirrel busting is. So squirrel busting is, they call you a squirrel if you leave the church, but still teach the same doctrine right. outside of, still of have the church. hold the same beliefs right. type deal. But you're not associated with it anymore. Right. They call you a squirrel. So squirrel busting, they harass you. They 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 bring about three or four people. They all have shirts with your face on them on a squirrel body. And uh <laughs> and they just <laughs> they just harass you the whole time. They say horrible things about you. Yeah. They um, like they, they go to your public, neighbors. Yeah, they go and, to public places. Right, and they're they like, follow you around. Hey, your your neighbor over here. Did you know he's a child molester? Yeah, like, like just all un- kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, just to just to smear your name and and you know r- try to ruin your life. And they film all of it. They film all. Of it. And he mentioned in that he was like, "There's always a guy that's filming it, but he never says anything, and they won't." tell you who's watching those right and they asked him they said who do you think is reviewing all these videos he said i'm pretty sure it's david miscavige definitely he's he probably goes and and you know they don't do the the people that they really target for the uh the harassments and stuff like that is people who were a part of the church or had a high position in the church that have now left and i don't even think it fits talking bad about them I think even if you just leave, it's they're giving you a hard time. Um, but really, when you speak out, when you, speak out when you do a show, 
you dedicate an old TV show <laughs> on A&E or do a documentary talking right. bad about him. there. And what I love, too, is anytime they have people on Leah Remini's show that have left, there's, a, there's, there's always some type of input from the Church of Scientology. Right. Right, and the, it'll just be a little quote, and they'll they'll say something about that person, so and so something is a pathological yeah. liar <laughs> who has repeatedly, you know, done this, yeah. that, and the other. Yep, it's nuts. It's again, I don't understand how you can be a part of something and consider it. Well, and, and it all goes back to you know Joe Blow. The average Scientologist, not not the movie star Scientologist. Well, even in some cases, the movie star Scientologist, people who are just given money, who are getting fed. Hey, we're doing all this great stuff. Keep giving us, you know, with the money that you pay to get clear. This is what we do with all of that money. We do all of these great things. So you think you're contributing to a great thing on top of bettering yourself. The trick is you never reach clear. You never get to the next level and figure everything out. You are, it, it, it's an ongoing cycle. And they don't tell you that. People, average people just want to help other people mm-hmm. and then help them, you know, help themselves get better. So they, they keep doing it. And, of course, they're told everything that's being said negative about us is a lie because we're doing so much good mm-hmm. they, that they want to lie about us. They want to keep us down and oppress us. Mm-hmm. That's just sad, man. It is. Um, they're, so, they're so sensitive to any type of negativity. Right. Um, and speaking out against it, uh, especially if you call them a cult. Definitely. Yeah, they they take serious offense to it. Definitely, but um, I mean, a cult is um, led by either a charismatic leader or a small group of charismatic people, mm-hmm. who all the decision making, everything that gets done, only happens with them. Yeah, and it goes towards the betterment of what they want, not the betterment of the whole, not the you know. Not to better the situation of the population or even the, the church members. How is it going to benefit them? How can their dreams be fulfilled? How can they, um, if they have a, a grand idea, how can they bring it to fruition? Um, and keep those underneath them without even knowing. And keep them in the dark and keep them... Um, from knowing any of the wiser and perpetrate it like you're doing so much good and you're so great and you know you're a part of something that's so awesome and you know whether whether it be the alien or god himself is blessing us and Mm -hmm. looks down on us and shows up for us and does all this for us but in reality it's a cult yeah yep because it's only going for the gratification of that either leader or leaders. Yeah. So one thing I want to do with this series that we're that we're starting, um, I want to ask or I want to read the three main definitions of what a cult is. Okay. And see if it holds up, and see if we can agree. Okay. With those terms. All right. So if you look up the official definition of a cult, it's got three different sections. Uh, a, a cult is a system of religious uh, veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Okay. Um, a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. Okay. Yep. Um, a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. I would say that Scientology meets all three of those. Yep. So therefore... It is a cult. I would consider it a cult. I do, too. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> that being said, and everything we just read about they don't like it when you call them a cult. Yeah. Do you think, and the other night I texted you, and in a, I was being dead serious. So, Brian, 
<laughs> what do you think? Do you think they'll try to contact us? And I was like, there's no <laughs> chance on earth that anyone from Scientology will will we won't even be a blip on the radar. And then what happened? Blake? And then I posted a picture of L. Ron Hubbard on our Instagram. <laughs> And what happened? <laughs> and the Church of Scientology in London started following us and liked the picture. So. <laughs> oh, God. They're coming after us. With that being said, if you hear <laughs> anything about Blake and I, or if there's websites that pop up, it is completely <laughs> untrue. It is because of the Church of Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> well. Crazy. That's all I got for Scientology. But yeah. that but that's definitely not everything. It, oh, no, no. We that's could a, we could almost do an entire podcast. Uh, an entire podcast show just, just talking on about yeah. L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. Dianetics, yeah. Xenu, um, David Miscavige. Yeah. Um I encourage people to start looking some stuff up. Yeah. Watch Leah Remini's show. Definitely watch that show. It is insane. It is. Man. There's oh, the third season. Is that where they're in? Yeah. We haven't made it through the first season yet. So it there's is, still a ton I haven't. It's even insane. Learned yet? Insane. Yeah. Um, she does a good job too. She does, and I, 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 I like that she's not afraid to speak out against them. Right. Um. And I, I hope that there's more people who. She's Get done to a, a lot point of good. Where they're safe, yeah. Um, and her main thing is um, the family aspect of it. People, you, you're encouraging families to disconnect from each other. Mm-hmm. Mothers and fathers and children and and, and grandchildren yeah. and, and sisters and brothers and you're encouraged to completely cut them out of your lives and the harm and just the just the pain that is caused just from that um that's her main focus is kind of bringing a lot of that to light and um yeah this new season she's really focused on the money aspect of it and how everything they do is tax exempt and but you know they didn't even become tax exempt until like the late 90s right but they still are right and um, they only became tax exempt because the IRS, I forget the exact words that were used, but in a, in a memo from the IRS was, please stop pursuing us. What they were doing was they were finding out who the, the IRS agents were who were making these decisions, and guess what they did? They went after them blackmailed them yeah and and discredited them and and showed up outside of their houses and i mean lord relentless relentless man that's that is that's serious brainwashing it's serious brainwashing crazy yeah well crazy i i i hope that all of you can really read up not only with just this but like when we go into talking about some of these things that you you probably never even thought of as a cult before, you know. Just kind of just, just think about it. Eye opening, yeah, yeah. Just just think about it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Maybe there's red flags with something you're associated with where right. you're like, mm, hmm. that's kind of strange. That's weird. <laughs> um. But yes, Leah Remini is doing a great job. Go watch that show. Um. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't mind a little bit of some harsh language. I think my Scientology movie is what it was called. Yeah. Uh, I, it was on Netflix at one time. It may not be on there anymore. Yeah. They might've shut that down. They might've shut that down. <laughs> Somebody with Netflix might be associated with it. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So there's Scientology kind of in a nutshell. Yeah. So much more you could go into though. I encourage everybody to do your research. Definitely look into it. Yeah. And if you have a Scientology story, share it with oh, us. Oh, please. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be so. Definitely share it with us. Or if you have a comment about Scientology, uh, share it with us. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Brian. Yes, Blake. Here's time for some music. Music. <laughs> um, What's your what's your pick for this week? My pick. So we had I had lunch with our buddy Chris Christopher, um, and he brought up a band that I listened to for a little while and just completely forgot about them. 
and went back and started listening to them again. King's Kaleidoscope, a very um, off the beaten track type Christian band. Um, I thought it was Bone Thugs. Thought it was Bone. I thought thugs. it was Bone Thugs for a second. Um, a very eclectic group of young men. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at them, you're like. <laughs> what is happening here? Um, but they produce some good stuff, man. Yep. And uh, they just, um, there's one with Andy Minio. That's the one I chose because yep. I'm all up on Andy, Andy Minio right now. Yeah. Um, but it's a pretty cool song. I mm-hmm. like it. Yep. This song is called The Beauty Between. The both those harmonies. Made a profession that became my profession. The answer came in the question like, if it all fell apart, would I trust in God? If it's all good, would I need a man? I like it. That's good stuff. I like it a lot. He's popping up with everybody lately. Yeah. I mean, people you wouldn't expect. He yeah. did a he did a song with Memphis May Fire. Oh, pretty, really? Yeah, dead serious. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look that's that good. Up. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so Blake. <laughs> What is your music? I threw my music choices around like crazy within the past two days. I, I, I had something. I scrapped it. I had something else. I scrapped it. Um, but I, what I chose is a band called Issues. Um, I don't know that. You don't know them. Um, I've seen them three times. Okay. Uh, saw them open up for All Time Low at the House of Blues Okay. in Myrtle Beach a few years ago. Um, saw them at Warp Tour twice. Okay. Before Warp Tour was kaput. But is it? Uh, <laughs> I was told they were, and apparently there's some kind of 25th anniversary <laughs> thing that. they're doing now. It's like, come on. Um, might have just been a way to bump up ticket sales. Yeah. But anyway, um, so my band that I chose this week is Issues. Uh, the lead singer of that band was the former lead singer of a band called Woe Is Me, did all the clean vocals. The screamer in Woe Is Me also was in Issues. He recently left, so it's just the clean singer now. Um, The rest of the band members kind of do their screaming parts to kind of fill in for those other songs they did. Um, To me, the singer sounds like he should be in a boy band. Okay. But it's like on top of like some pretty heavy stuff. I love it. The drummer's amazing. He was a YouTube drummer. Um, doing covers and stuff and was asked to join the band. Awesome. Um, so very talented. But um, this song is called Coma by Issues. Yeah, I hear it. What? That's pretty cool, right? I love it. Yeah. Coma. Nice. Yeah. That's really that good, was, right? I, I definitely heard what you were talking about. Yeah. That's, that's but weird. he does, uh, so he's done solo projects as well, and it's just straight R&B music. 
Um, there's another podcast I listen to called Lead Singer Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the singer from Silverstein. It's mm-hmm. his podcast, and he has all kind of singers on his on his show. And he had that guy, the uh, singer from Issues. His name is Tyler Carter, and had him on there. And he asked him no relation to Nick Carter uh, okay. or Aaron Carter. Okay. However, he like was very much into boy bands growing up and like R and B, nineties R and B and stuff. So he was used to that, but then, you know, kind of got into yeah, like the heavier scene and mixed the two, which it doesn't sound you bad. Yeah, you wouldn't think would go together, but it's he not makes it work. Forced. Yeah, he's it's just it, a great singer. It sounds he, pretty good. And singing live, I mean, he he's not one way in the studio and another way when you go see him he's live. Got that he's got tone he's amazing. That you enjoy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um. It's awesome. That's the good. whole band. Uh. The uh. You will love the fact that the bassist does not use a pick praise god he, pl- he plays with his fingers doesn't use a pick man. yes yeah <laughs> Can't stand it yeah he does not use a pick um but uh yeah they're they're good Allie has really gotten into into issues yeah no one cares about that oh but, i care um, that's that's awesome <laughs> i like them yeah well so check us out on all the things. All the oh, all the things. And we have so many things. Yeah. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Yep. Um, we're on just about every podcast platform you can yep. think of. And I found out what the one I couldn't remember what the name of it was. We're on two new ones. It's a uh, Podbean and TuneIn. Those are the two newest okay, ones. So any in. of you Podbean or TuneIn listeners, how you doing? It's nice to see. You. It's nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Flick us up on the Podbean <laughs> and check us out, or on the Tune. What is it? Tune in. Tune in. Yeah. Check us out. Yeah. 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 Um, that's great. You can go uh, check out the other podcast that I'm on, uh, communicating with words um, that I do with my friend James. Um, Had done an episode since before Christmas, but we plan on doing something here pretty soon. Nice. Schedules are crazy. We're moving, so yeah. <laughs> that's why there's no couch here tonight. No couch. <laughs> Um, leave us a rating and review. Brian doesn't care if you do that, but nope. I do. I think it's awesome. Um, yep. And I'll read your review here on the show. He sure will. Um, so send us ideas for the show. We would love that. We want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. However, we're in a cult series. Yep. So, so check us out next week yeah. when we're going to be talking about another cult. Another cult. I was like, which one? What do you got planned? <laughs> what you got? What you got planned, Brian? I don't know anything. Okay. Um, all right. Yep. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, check us out. We'll be back next week. Be nice to one another. Be nice to, to one another. And um, also, don't forget. There'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. Is that Everyone how that works? Yeah. Anyone, Anyone who, who takes it up the rear. A penis injected in his butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. When that penis comes out. <laughs> butthole. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>